Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of You Don't Even Know. This week, talking about lots of stuff. We got with us Josiah Brainerd here talking to you live on this microphone. Justin Brainerd. And Jordan Brainerd. Hooray. We're all here today, just like every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. Every day we sit here and just record about five minutes of this show, and then Jordan does a really good job stitching it all together and <laughs> yeah, it that- sound like we did it all in one in one take. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we have a very weird schedule that we have to uh, strictly adhere to. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to... Uh, what I want to do right now is I I had an idea because there is there is so much like Jordan's always telling me because I know all the hip young lingo and I'll just like throw out hip young words he does and way, Jordan way always tells me he's like hey what does that mean you work with kids too much at your job you know all these things I don't know and I have to explain it to him so I wanted to Josiah's slang word of the day yep that'd be helpful and what yeah, what we're going to do, I'm going to turn it into a fun game, is I'm going to present you with a sweet slang word that all the hip kids are saying. And then you guys you guys have to just hit me with a couple of guesses of what you think it means, all right? Okay. Are you ready, Justin? And, yes. <laughs> okay. He sounds like so ready. I he can't believe how excited so he is about this. About this game we have. So, this this week's... Hip word of the day, slang word of the day is Earth Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I think that I know what it is. Okay. okay. Well, then let's let's let Jordan have a go at it. I don't even have a clue what it is. Well, just just hit me with a guess. Like, what in the world could Earth Biscuit mean? I feel like it might be slang for a vegetable, like a a, a carrot or something that grows from the earth. Yeah, you're real close. You're on the right track. That like a cauliflower or something. Yeah. Something like that where it's like a it's a biscuity shape but growing from the earth. I don't know. Yeah. All right, all right. Justin, Justin what do you think? Did Jordan guess it? Is it really a cauliflower? I I well, let's see what you think and then I I will reveal the true identity of an earth biscuit. It's I I thought it was just like a dirt clod, like a lump of dirt, like a like a dirt an earth biscuit, like a Something clump like of you, dirt. Justin, you're clump. actually you're actually even closer to the true definition. Oh, <laughs> is it? A but poop? surprisingly, well, actually, not surprisingly, neither of you are correct. Also, whose phone is dinging? Did uh, I hear a phone ding? Yeah. Uh, let's just go with that was Justin's phone. Okay, cool. That was Justin's phone. Definitely not Jordan's. Nope, my phone's on super silent. Good. Um. So. So an earth biscuit is not, it's not a vegetable that grows from the ground. It's not a cup of dirt. It is, and I quote, it is a tree-hugging female hippie who doesn't shave and always looks, looks like she's maybe been rolling around in the dirt. Where does the biscuit come from? I don't, I don't have a clue. And then the... Oh no, I can't read the <laughs> the sample sentence. We'll just dodge that one. Um Yeah, so that's that's an earth biscuit. That's that's a good definition, Josiah. Thank you for that. I feel much more educated and uh yeah, I'm now, go now you know what an earth biscuit is, so if you ever need to describe that type of person very quickly, you boom, you boom, you got it. You got how to say that. Oh, there you go. Good. Yeah. And in the spirit of trying some new things, <laughs> uh, we I think I think this was Jordan's idea. He came up with this one. Um, there's a lot of songs out there that have just bonkers song lyrics that it would take you three thousand listens to and four hundred watches of the music video that goes along with that song to even come close to grasping what they're trying to convey with these bonkers lyrics. Um, so I'm going to hand it off to Justin because he is handpicked like a cherry tomato, a <laughs> just a wackadoo song that we would like to kind of read through and tear apart the lyrics of and try to make some sense of this thing. Justin? So I've selected 
uh, one of our least favorite bands in the whole world, Owl City. What? Would oh. be the first example. All right. This is this is not what we had planned for. I love it. And uh, the song by Owl City is called uh, Fireworks by Katy Perry. Wow. Okay. That's better. That's, <laughs> that is what we had planned. I love the curveball. And if you look at any Katy Perry song ever, it's as if you just took a dictionary and just shook out random words <laughs> and then sung them <laughs> at random tempos with the word whoa, sung three or four times with a lot of bravado and gusto in between. Because about 30%, I would say, is either of, of Katy Perry songs are either O oh or whoa. So between those two words, you have 50% of the Katy Perry song, and then the rest of it is just word vomit and just just like a horniculture of, you know, letters that you strung together with spaces in the middle somewhere. It's like an enigma message during World War II pre-decoded that is now being sung to us and sells millions of albums every year. That's a really good analogy. Thank you. Yeah, I wonder... I wonder if there is secret messages in Katy Perry songs. I wonder. Well, if they're a part of the Illuminati. Yeah, then that she's just, like, her songs aren't really just gibberish. They're a cipher. Jordan, this is the uh, next conspiracy theory we've got to go into. Yeah. The Katy oh Perry gosh. songs are just a cipher to find Freemason treasure. Oh, my gosh. Wait, the first line in it. <gasps> The first line in the yeah. song Fireworks, which, mind you... Just so we're clear, real quick, real quick. Um, I just Googled secret messages in Katy Perry songs. <laughs> of course. Because why not? Because uh, Google. This is, this is a thing. This, is yeah, a th this isn't even a made-up conspiracy. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna <laughs> have, to have to dive into this next week. I'm going to need some time to do some research because there is... About a thousand million hits of this nonsense that I don't even understand. Million. Yeah, we need to go like full bore, like ancient aliens, coast to coast yeah. AM. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be back to this. But yeah. anyway, can continue with the song. Okay, oh my so God. on its on its face, without all the hidden meetings and and you know messages, <laughs> the song "Firework," which mind you was what a a Freemason a century ago would use to send a signal. To other Freemasons, a firework. Okay. Firework. Mm -hmm. So hmm. it says, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? So that's kind of a mixed metaphor because do you ever feel, have you, like if somebody walked up to you on the street and said, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? You'd say. You're a crazy person. Like at least have three teeth before you ask me <laughs> if I feel like a plastic bag, you know? Like, do you, are you asking, <laughs> do I have a plastic bag or. Do, do I want like, to pay 15 cents for my plastic bags at the do, store? Do I feel like 10 cents? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a drifting Cali through California the joke, by the way. Now, Line two, drifting through the here. wind, wanting to start again. That's a question. <laughs> do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? You want to start again. So you want to be back in the wanting grocery store on again. the rack before somebody put food in you. So you want to be unused and flat. So you want to be uh, yes. depressed in Except, bed, laying down And you flat. don't want to be free drifting through the wind. Yeah, you don't want to be just like oh, so flipping confused. around. Well, you see, the, the meaning there, the real meaning, is you just want to be back with all your friends, not lost in the world. But what if your friends are also plastic bags flying around? Then you're just having fun. Yeah. Nope. And if it's, I had a nickel for every safer. girl on Pinterest that I saw repost a picture of a forest with the word wanderlust in some handwritten style font over it. <laughs> what? Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Cool. Just Google wanderlust and 700,000 women have reposted that image on Pinterest today. He's not wrong. And it's just like a forest with a river. But if you're with all your friends and you're nice and flat, that's that's kind of like your safe space. You know, nothing can really happen wrong to you. If you're if you're drifting through the wind, you could get stuck to the bottom of the car and drug along the asphalt for thousands of miles. Oh, you don't that's know. True. That's true. Okay. Okay. So we've deciphered three lines. No, nope, that one, was two. 
So, and oh, it says, it, it goes on to say, do you ever feel so paper thin like a house of cards? Now, a house of cards isn't really paper thin because it's more of a lattice work than a single piece of paper and they support each other. So once again, me and all my buddies aren't paper thin anymore because we're all standing up together against, you know, whatever adversary should come against us. A man. And obviously a house of cards can be built, you know, 10 stories tall because they've done that before. So I, she's like, well, a house of cards, but it's not like it's just a loose leaf piece of paper. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all helping because each the, other. You know, the more the more cards you have and the wider your base is, the stronger it is. You could probably build a house of cards out of enough cards and in the right fashion this, that you could stand on. This whole song, I think if, if you were somebody just coming to America from a foreign country, you'd think, wow, this person hates friendship and teamwork. I don't know what you would think about this song. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you get into the song and it's talking about being a, being a firework and being special and... You know, so basically, she doesn't want you to work with your friends or as a team. So I, I, I don't understand why uh, Katy Perry uh, wants to uh, burn all of her friends in a fire explosion. <laughs> because, it's, like, what did they ever do to her? It's just so funny to me yeah, that people, all of her examples are anti-friendship. That how many people know exactly the lyrics to the song? Know every word to this song? Yes, but have never put any thought into this. No. Because you're just because you, you you get done with all the woes and everything. Yeah. You get into the beat and it's like, na, 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 yeah. and it's like, oh okay, I got this whole song down. But it's like, what were those? St- you, the whole song ends. What were those lyrics? What did I just say? What did I just? What came out of my body? Oh my gosh, Katy what? Perry is so pretty. I hate her. <laughs> what? That's what you get. To, that's what happens when you get done singing the song. The next song going, is the Technicolor next? Phase by Owl City. Hold on, will we all look this up? Looking up lyrics is so much fun. Okay, I'm there. This is a much shorter song. There's there's not as many words to this one. Uh, yeah, but, uh, unlike Katy Perry's Soliloquium, we have yeah. Owl City's much svelter and streamlined. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. What? You're giving just wow. a run for his bunny on these words today. So... Um, what? So we have here the Technicolor phase, and he starts with, I'm the red rose, the flowers, on the blankets on your bedroom floor. Okay, so there's... So the, the please re- step all over me. There's, the, <laughs> I am the red rose. Okay. Singular, the flowers, plural, on the blankets on your bedroom floor. So first of all, what? it's not like somebody sprinkled rose petals all over your, your comforter on your bed there's blankets on your floor and then mixed in with them is a thorny rose for you to step on thorny ro- thorny flowers yeah like i'm, just a I'm bunch the of red them. rose the flowers on the blankets on your bedroom floor so somebody has tossed oh, all of the it sounds like a dangerous mess yeah so your room's messy and there's thorny fauna cut and waiting to stab you right in the Pedestry. <laughs> what? Well, th- these I'm I'm skimming through some of these lyrics. This is this is a bonkers song. Like I just here, try one. Just just take I, a stanza, I, Josiah. I just I just did this one in my it, with my eyes. I read through it. <laughs> it says, "I am the white in the walls that soak up all the sound when you cannot sleep." I don't understand that at all. I am and the a, peach on. in There's the starfish. There's an and there. There's an a, uh, and. and. So also, I, I, he he is on top the white of in the which, walls. We've established that he's the white in the walls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this guy is the peach in the starfish on the beach that wish the harbor wasn't quite so deep. What? So somebody <laughs> gave a what? fruit. To a invertebrate. I think he's talking about the color peach. Yeah, I think he. I think he's the pigment in the starfish on the beach that wish the harbor wasn't quite so deep. Unless the starfish is holding a peach, just like wrapped around it. But yeah, then. Oh my gosh! Just wrap your arms around this. Peach I, I definitely like to visualize that a little bit better than him just being some pigment. So pig- I want him to be a physical peach 
being wrapped being around. By a yes, but we also have the color white able to absorb sound. And maybe he's like sound proofing foam, like what's in the studio. There's that's white. When you can't I don't sleep, know. I'm the white in the walls. In the walls, insulation that soak up the sound. What's white insulation? I'm lost. I'm trying to make sense of it. Like I don't know. And then the next the next line right after that is if you cut me, I suppose I would bleed the colors of the evening stars. My darling. <sighs> What's my darling? What would what colors would those that's like like a like white with a blue hint? And how how is he observing the stars? Is it just like that a light? Or is it just or is he like using a telescope and he could see what the stars look like? And they're different colors. What what I'm thinking is this this whole song is just like a bad trip, you know? <laughs> this is a bad trip. <laughs> like that's that's the only thing that makes sense. There's there's no way all of these things could be actually true, like in any way, or even really metaphorical. Like he he's on a bad trip. Is he using a, a ghost writer? Have you heard of you know what a ghost writer is? Nope, no idea. You basically kind of oh, just, it's a it's a television show. In the no, early not, 90s. Not Ghost Rider. Let's people, um, he, he solves mysteries through words and learning English together and friendship. No, I think you're thinking of the movie with Nicolas Cage. No, there was an actual 90s television show and everybody wore and hair scrunchies and, and a chain it was called Ghost Writer. Up. Yeah, neither of those things. Well, oh, like, sorry. Yeah, but I was writer. doing a ghost writer joke. It was so bad. Yeah. But a ghost writer is someone that you kind of just tell things to and then they write it correctly. Like you just give okay. them like, a, I don't know exactly how it works, but like here's a recording of what I want my book to be. And then they're like, okay, I'll write that for you. So maybe he was so on a bad trip. basically a ghost writer is my <laughs> girlfriend when I was in high school that wrote all my papers when I just sit, sit, sat there and said, yeah, you know, write down something like this and that. And yeah. Yeah. You had a ghostwriter that was also your girlfriend. No. Yeah. But they this wrote guy it, freaking legit. had a bad trip and also had a ghostwriter sitting right next to him. And then he came out with the, um, the lyrics to this song. What's the name of the Cause song? Cause he's also the green in the grass that bends back from underneath your feet. So, you know, that actually makes sense because grass is green and it bends underneath your feet, but white doesn't absorb sound in walls. <laughs> but then on top of that, and I am the blue in your back alley view where the horizon and the rooftops meet. Yeah. So, okay. So occasionally that these are kind things of makes sense. that actually exist and some of them are just invertebrates holding fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Little starfish so I think, just get a wrapped around I think, it. So wait, he is... So he's red in the rose. He's gray in the ghost. He's green in the grass. He's blue in your back alley view. Yeah. Uh, he is black it, in the book. He's orange in the overcast. He's white on the walls. He's peach in the starfish. And then he bleeds the colors of the evening stars. Is he trying to say he's omnipresent? I like how all these colors, most of them are just like the, just contrast levels. Like I'm white and gray and black. <laughs> and then instead of doing like the <laughs> rainbow colors, instead of doing the colors, the rainbow, he's like, I'm peach and greenish and orange. And like he, he doesn't just do like red and yellow and blue. No, no. He's like, I'm peach and fuchsia. And puce and magenta. Well, I, it is it is easier to rhyme peach with beach than yellow with fellow or magenta that, with yeah magenta or violet with or, he rhymed orange. He did where? <laughs> he said, "I am the orange in the overcast." He did not rhyme orange. Well, he still used orange as he a color, so he didn't have to, to rhyme. rhyme magenta. He didn't try to rhyme purple. Okay, but he still had to, he too. still didn't have to use like puce and everything when he could have just gone with some <laughs> regular colors. Puce. It's funny. Yeah. What a song though. Oh my god. Like I I I'm so tempted to try to email this guy, Mr. Adam Young, and <laughs> like just just like can 
like what is maybe maybe Google can help me real quick. Let's see the Technicolor phase meaning. That was a real quick search. <laughs> Songmeanings.com. Wow, this is a great website for this bit we're doing right now. <laughs> um Okay, hang on. Work with me. Oh, okay, so this website is terrible. It's called songmeanings.com and I would imagine that means like the the artist goes on here and like dumps in a song meaning. Nope. It just has the lyrics and then below the lyrics it just it's just 17 comments about what people think this might mean. That's good. That's the internet. It's a bunch of poor opinions about something they know nothing about. Like I'm just going to dive into one of them real quick and see. Go ahead. <laughs> what does a 13-year-old girl is, think about the Technicolor phase, Josiah? This is from Ka- Kakashi980, uh, uh, posted on April 2nd, 2009. Uh, just for reference, Josiah, Kakashi is a character in an anime, so his his opinion is already going to be super good. It's a <laughs> Yep, cool. Yeah. He says, I believe that talking about a phase in quotes of love like any where that girl goes he'll be there with her in spirit they're so in love and this song is a way of reminding her that that no matter what he will always be right there next to her in her heart and soul oh my gosh that was all one sentence there was no punctuation in that whole thing thank you (laughs) kakashi that was really hard to read through that big old run on. So he thinks um, it's a love story between he, a I think starfish. it's definitely a love story. I would probably agree with him that the starfish and the white and the walls are probably having an affair. Oh, my um, gosh, Josiah. Hey, I'm back. Um, I had to go to the bathroom and, like, vomit blood after you got, like, three words into that comment. So um, was the rest of it just as bad? Was it? Was I'll it? keep going. I'll keep going. It says, this has got to be some of the sweetest music in the whole wide world. Like, wow, this is like saying I love you in a very sweet way. Wow. Owl City, hats off to you. If that guy sent that into the coast, love songs on the coast saying, this is one of the sweetest love songs ever, I'm pretty sure they would just mail him back something terrible. I don't know what exactly, but they would they would email him a starfish holding a fruit. <laughs> Not mail him that. I you know what? And he missed the opportunity. He's like, This is a starfish on a harbor with a peach. Like obviously the starfish would be holding a pineapple. Ah. But of course Adam Young, who can't rhyme to save his life <laughs> and chooses really awkward colors for his song about colors. I'm confused. Why would the starfish be holding a pineapple? Because that's where the SpongeBob lives. Who lives in a pineapple? Under the sea. Patrick the starfish. Yeah. But Patrick the starfish is the starfish. Patrick the starfish who lives in a pineapple. SpongeBob SquarePants. Perfect. Good job. New Owl City song right there. Done. Uh, (laughs) He'll sing that. What? He'll sing it and it'll sound beautiful. He will. Yep. It's make true. A it'll beat. sound real good, and it'll have a real good beat below it and some sweet synth. And that's all that matters. Yep. So basically, words are just the thing. It's just... It, they could be saying watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. It's just word vomit, and we don't even care what they are. I've heard saying. that song before. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the radio. It's on Top 40 right now. And it's... We don't even care. We're just like, wow, this is a sweet beat. Yeah. Well... To me, Owl City, just the the vocals are just another instrument. You know, it doesn't... As long as the cool sounds are coming out of his mouth in the right order and that the right shape, you know, it doesn't matter what he says. It's just another instrument making noise. Yeah, no, it's just... he He's just like, what what word sound would sound really nice with this little do-do-do-do-do-do underneath it? Yeah. So words don't matter anymore. Nope. Pretty much. And it, I mean, they never really have, but... Well, but I think if anybody's proven that, it's Katy Perry, the Freemason, <laughs> who's locked in eternal combat against Beyonce, the... <laughs> what, what, what was Beyonce? The Illuminati. And both of them are hiding <laughs> secret daggers of hatred against each other 
in their songs. Look Are they up. secret? Well, not anymore. I, I, I promise we're going to go over. We're going to go do a lot of Googling this week about Katy Perry song meetings because there was just so much garbage that I saw in that five second <laughs> Google. So I, oh, so much garbage. We're going to crack that can of, can of worms open next week. I'm That'll excited. Be, so, That'll be fun. Speaking of cans of worms, I want I wanted to potentially open up one. I mean, we'll see where this heads because there there is there's a good side to this question. But I'm curious what the best or worst dish you could head either direction that your mother, our mother, or your wife has ever made for you. I think I'll start this one. Okay. Ready? Hit it, hit it Ready? off. Go for it. Uh, I have nothing but praise <laughs> and adulation for every Define dish. adulation. That has <laughs> ever been prepared for me by either one of those two women. Wow. Apparently, your wife listens to this podcast. Yeah. I, I swear Melissa listens to this podcast. <laughs> My answer would be the same either way. So what's yep. the best dish she's ever made? Yeah. Oh my god. the other half. So one Since time. they're all so good. Yeah. Just give me one example okay. of her best dish. Ah, okay. So here we go. <laughs> we'll get into it. Melissa made a sourdough sandwich that had a cranberry honey mustard and uh, a little bit of mayonnaise and uh, steak, like carne asada. I was really hoping and you were going to say turkey right there because you said cranberry and cranberry and turkey just belong together. Yeah, but this was even better because it, it, okay. it was like super umami. And it was what? <laughs> That's a restaurant. That's a word. It well, refers to food. Of course it's a word. No, I'm saying like it's just like a flavor. It's like meaty and unctuous. Justin's trying to max out his use of like new words today. No. Like he's trying to get a new score or something. So it's been like 16. And then there there was like pickles on it and tomatoes and spinach and sharp cheddar cheese. Ah, oh, that was wonderful. Mm, sharp cheddar. And it was sliced in half so you don't have to like have all the back of your sandwich poop out the other half when you take a bite in the front. I do enjoy that. Was it was it in half like diagonally cuz that's in my opinion the best way to do a sandwich cut. Well, it was just part, just right down the middle, because then it's okay. it, you don't have like the little wing tips on the edges of the triangle that are just like bread hanging out there. Like, uh, but I do like the wing me. tips because that's like a great place to do your first bite. Oh yeah, if you start at the wing tips and go in from there, then it gets wider and wider. So I had that, and then there was like homemade cookies next to it. So it was like a sandwich and a cookie. Uh, that's that's so really good. good. Yeah, it took me back. Justin's favorite food is sandwiches. Oh, so good. Yeah. If you guys want to email us a sandwich. Yeah, if you ever want to email <laughs> me a sandwich or a hamburger. By the way, sorry, we can come back to it. I had a really amazing sure. burger the other day. Um, okay, talk to me. I love burgers. Okay, so just we'll we'll come back to the best or best best food your bomber wife ever made. But I had a Bruxy burger for the first time. Oh, I'm already time. uninterested. First time ever, and the ratios of like meat to um, other stuff to bun was like perfect as just a, a blend of flavors that were all working together. And uh, I put syrup on a hamburger because they give you the little syrup bottles. Yeah, I put to. syrup on hamburger. And uh, I, you haven't. I can't believe actually how ever furious this all makes me. Put because I've, I've done that. I've been to the Bruxy establishment and I've had their burger, and I I thought it was just garbage. I liked like it a that, lot. That was a garbage burger, Justin. I don't think you guys are gonna ever agree on a good burger. <laughs> That's not true. Bocce Burger is the best burger in the world, and everyone knows it. But to have Justin agree about that. 
I don't think it's going to happen. No, he said it. Can we just call that. Can we call Bocce Burger headquarters live on the air and just talk to them and tell them they need to build a Bocce Burger down here? Well, they did, but it didn't work out. It was in Pasadena. I know, but that's not really the, the right place for it. Just, so on Saturday, do you guys want to drive out to Vegas and go to Bocce Burger? That sounds real good. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> Don't test me. <laughs> Don't I'll test go. me. I'm, <laughs> I'm super single. I'll go. I will be there. Yep. I'm busy on Saturday. It's the same distance for, for me. You're going to go play Yu-Gi-Oh! on Saturday. You're not busy. I'm not. I, I have like actual life stuff to do on this no, Saturday. No, you don't. Don't lie to me. Not last Saturday, but this Saturday I do. I don't believe you. My kids have stuff. Oh, my kids have stuff. Yeah. I get to Whatever. use Josiah's excuse. My, I have kids. Uh, so, Josiah, what's the best or worst thing your wife uh, has ever made you? My best wife thing. Is, like, is like real, real good in the kitchen. Like, that's what she enjoys to do, like, a lot. And I've I've really been trying to think of like what's that what's the worst thing she's ever made me and I'm I bet I bet a thousand dollars that if I asked her like hey what what's some like garbage food that you've made me one time that we just decided wasn't good and didn't even bother eating she would remember because that's like a big deal to her and she would tell me and then I would share it but I I cannot remember so like a bad thing that she has made that I was like oh wow that was that was really bad I don't want to eat this. I'm really racking my brain though. I want to come up with something. Maybe I should just go ask her real quick. Just go for the best. Just what's the best? Just, so, so yeah, the, the best, the best dish she has ever made me. I, I'm going to have to go with, so a little while ago, we went to a place in the dairies of Chino called Amy's farm. Or it might technically be Ontario still. Who cares? You could just say Amy's farm. Whatever. Or just say a farmer. Well, I don't want to say that. I want to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, so we went to Amy's farm and we picked up a really, really good piece of like grass-fed beef. Like a really nice, I think it was like a New York cut steak or something. I don't remember what it was. It was was expensive. Was it the shape of New York? Yes. Um, Is that how they define New York cut? I don't, I don't have a clue. <laughs> uh, and she she took it into the kitchen and did some magic. She said she like pan seared it with the drippings and I don't even know. I mean, she would love to tell you about it sometime. But basically, she put a beautiful piece of medium rare steak and mashed potatoes on my plate. And I think there may have been like a, a, a piece of broccoli that I didn't eat. But it was just the most delicious steak I had ever had. And, like, my mouth is genuinely watering thinking about it. I want to eat a steak right now. But I there's literally no way for me to do that. It's far too late here. Everything's closed. <laughs> That's, that, is a, that is a fun fact about where I live now. Everything closes so early. <laughs> it's a bunch of old like, people. Yeah, I was in town at like 7-ish yesterday, 7 p.m., and like everything was closed. That's because it was was Monday. Like the grocery (laughs) store was closed. That's weird. Yeah, it was was very strange. I was like, how do you ever get anything done in this town? Like, I didn't get it. Uh, But yeah, that, that would be my top tip for the best thing. She did something real good lately because for... For Mother's Day, and because I'm really bad at, like, giving her her gifts, like, like waiting to give them to her until the actual day. But for Mother's Day, I got her the KitchenAid pasta attachments, so she was able to make, like, homemade pasta. And that was, that was stinking good. I mean, like, like, I know usually when we think of spaghetti, we think of something called spug tea, but this was... This was some legit spaghetti. That, that was, was something not, else. Yeah, that 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 was not a bad thing to eat. Like a a box of noodles and a can of ragu. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, my my wife constantly makes delicious things. I really wish I had something bad that she's made. I almost want to go ask her right now, but then I'd have to take my headphones out, and that takes a long time. So <laughs> probably not going to do that. 
anyway, what what's what's your best or worst dish that your wife has ever made you, Jordan? Um, so my best or worst dish. Um, I'm not really a foodie person. Like I don't obsess over food, and it doesn't bring me like a ton of joy like it does to Josiah, where he's just like, "Oh man, if you feed me that, I'm gonna like be so happy." Uh, I just yeah, kind of food for food, and that's it. I don't know why. It's not one of my top senses, I guess. Well, that's definitely but, my love language. Yeah, so. it's definitely just as love language <laughs> is burgers and good food. But I think, yep. I don't know the the best thing. I can't think of like I don't. I don't. This is the best thing. Okay, just do just come up with a bad one. Okay, uh, come on. A bad one. I think we all remember this is when we were trying to eat healthier as a family. Always a bad idea. Yeah, and mom had some no carb spaghetti. But this was back in early 2000s when it wasn't like popular or well produced at all. Or possible. Or possible. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, we, she was cooking some no carb spaghetti. And then we all sit down as a family around the table and start to eat it. And this stuff was the worst. Like, not to, it was, like, no offense it was to my basically mother. Basically, cardboard. And we were basically eating cardboard that was had some sauce on it, some healthy sauce. And we were all being very polite, young gentlemen that we are. And we go, okay, yes, just eating, eating, eating. You know, not say, that was the quietest dinner we've had in a long time. It, nobody said a word. Nobody was, said a word because we it was all just knew. like choking down your food time. Yep, just eat it as, you know, okay, don't just ignore it, ignore uh, it. Oh, I thought they were really good. And I thought their no, nutritional you value no, you was don't even say that. No. Desirable. And then my mom looks around and she says, "You guys are all being very polite. Who wants to go with me to get pizza?" Like, yeah, she, she's. This she, is this is some garbage food yeah. that I've made up. Let's go get pizza. She thank knew. you so much. I would like to thank our mother so much for all of the wonderful meals she has made us over the years. Like. My mom makes amazing food, just like, and especially on like, hey, uh, hey, mom, sorry, I just invited over 10 people and didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. And she just yeah. goes, okay, and like doesn't get mad at me for doing that, but just kind of says, okay, I'll make it work. And then like miraculously, there's two casseroles that came out of the oven. She does like, do a really good eater to starve casserole. I'll give her that. Like well, That's her that's her top menu item. And, and on top of which, people come over to that house, they they visit exclusively when it's taco night. Yeah. Oh, oh well, that's because oh. our mother makes the best white people tacos. I forgot about taco night. I haven't, okay, we haven't so done that in so long. Taco night is a, a staple, and it gets butts up out and into seats. Because <laughs> these are these are the premier gringo taco. Like I yeah, request this for my birthday parties. My mom's like, "What do you very want? Premium. What do you want for your birthday?" And I'm like, "I just want you to make tacos for me and all my friends." And that's it. And she's like, "Really? That's it?" And I was like, "Yes." And and really, what it, it's like? It's ground beef, like some cheap ground beef from Costco, and w- with. With a ca- a couple of cans of beans mixed in it to help stretch it, you know, because you don't want to give them only beef because then you'll go through it too fast. Yeah, and and then you just buy the taco seasoning from the the shelf at Costco from Lowry's just a bottle of taco which, seasoning. Uh, I actually like the beans in there as a binding agent. Yeah, because yeah. then the 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 beans it's don't not all, all crumbly. Yeah, they don't crumble apart. They they hold together as a homogenous unit better. It's, it's more like a Taco Bell taco. But it's the best version no, it's, of itself. Don't compare it to a Taco Bell taco. Yeah. Like, well, I mean like the meat, you know, the meat, it's like that, it's like almost a paste, you know, it sticks together. It's not yeah. crumbly and terrible. Yeah, I don't know. And then on top, the, I mean, for me, the best part about Taco Night is the shells. Yeah. The shells are super fresh. Super fried. Super fried. Come right out. Not, they're like perfect. They're like just 
foldable enough. They're not a hard shell and they're not a soft shell. Yep, they're a little meat cup. Yeah, and they're oh, just yeah. flexible oh enough to receive yep. without cracking. That's the best. And they're just hard enough to not be just wet, oily. Thank taco you. Shell. Thank you for reminding me what the best food is. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh. I mean, without the shells. It would not be exciting for me. Like, I would not be excited about taco night without those shells. No, because just that, that turns it into a salad for you, and you don't, you don't do salads. Yeah. Yeah. Taco salad is not dinner. No, and then you, you, you set it up with, with the word like salad, just that it doesn't do cilantro yeah. and tapatio and sour cream and oh, yeah. guacamole and sometimes. a packet of Taco Bell mild sauce. Yep. You oh, just, yeah. you, you just hit it up in the with fridge. all the. Yummy goodness and some some rice. Rice to, is Sometimes a little the Mexican rice. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that's... and that's and that's the 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 food that makes it happen yeah. right there. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go get some tacos after mm-hmm. this. Oh, yeah. the cool thing I did this this week. It's kind of an app of the week, really quick. Is I use okay, DoorDash. Sure. What the heck is that? DoorDash. Tell me about it. DoorDash is like Grubhub. Have you heard of Grubhub? I have. I've used it a lot. Okay, so DoorDash is like Grubhub, so okay. but it has better reviews. Okay, um, I'm going to download this right now. Yep. So I actually no, I'm not because <laughs> then our recording would fade out. Okay, I I was in bed on Saturday, just kind of taking a nap. I roll up from taking a nap. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry, and then I open DoorDash. I'm like, oh. All right, Jack in the Box free delivery right now for a promotion. Boom, boom, you boom. You can get Jack in the Box delivered? I got Jack in the Box delivered on a Saturday afternoon within 10 minutes of me ordering it. For free. I can't for free. even believe I paid for thing. the meal. The guy showed up. He's like, hey, and I tipped him good because he brought it to me. Like, what else could I ask for? I was in my My socks. question <laughs> is, is DoorDash, do they work like, is that actually Jack in the Box delivering? Or is it no. some guy that DoorDash has hired to go it's, order your it's food? An it's an Uber driver. Crazy. Yeah, it's an Uber driver, but with food. Mm. I love that more than anything. Isn't that amazing? I was just like, a guy showed up with a warm bag of food, and I didn't have to leave my house. Like, if Josiah I, lived in Vegas, he could just, oh my for five bucks yeah. of a tip, he could have somebody bring him a bocce burger and not even well, have they to have, leave no, his they have world to be of Warcraft. part of DoorDash. That's the only thing. There's only oh, certain restaurants that are part, but it's a lot. I was like, what the heck? Like, Panda wow. Inn. It's like, I need this. It's so good. Like, I was like, it was like, oh, yeah, your Jack in the Box will be there within 45 minutes or whatever. That's, but usually we're faster. It was like 10 minutes. Oh, you my. should order DoorDash to your house, Josiah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Better tip them good. I wonder if they would even do it. Ask them. Yeah, just do it. I'm going, Justin. You have to believe me when I say I'm going to as soon as we end this voice call. Like I did, <laughs> I did it at such a random time, and I'm like, man, I could, I could do this because Jack in the Box is open all the time. I can yeah. do it whenever I want. Oh, yeah, like it's oh such a gosh. bad thing. Like I shouldn't have this app. Can we end the podcast now so I could try this? <laughs> like, oh, I am. Why didn't Why didn't I know about this when I didn't live? In a remote location. Like, why didn't I know about this? I don't this? know. Well, Jack in the Box was doing like TV commercials and I saw, they're like, we're now a part of DoorDash. And I'm like, oh my what gosh. is DoorDash? I downloaded it. I'm like, they're having free deliveries right now. Like, order ultimate cheeseburger, curly fries. Now, what, what you need to do, Jordan, is order it right now and see how fast it gets there. But I'm, I'm in the studio. I'd have to get up. That's okay. Just do it. It'll be part of the show. No, if, he, no, no. if he makes it there in time, he gets a ten dollar tip from uh, me. No, <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm good. I already ate dinner. Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> be that way. Um, oh gosh, I'm. I, isn't that the uh, isn't that the best? We were talking gosh. about food so much. I, uh, I figured we would just. What right. a good app of the week, Jordan. Wait, <laughs> not good. go to the park with the app of the week. <laughs> Pretty sure this one's already really popular, but I had never heard of it before. I'd never heard of it, and I am literally on the app store at least three times a day. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I feel like that's I too troll much. that thing looking for those sweet games, but I guess I'm not looking for the food apps. I need to start looking for food apps. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited when he showed up. He's like, uh, you wanted an ultimate cheeseburger and curly fries? I'm like, you nailed it. Like, thank you. And I already tipped him on the app, so it wasn't this awkward exchange if I'm going to tip him or not. He I just like handed you your food and walked away. Yeah. I was like, that's the best thing in the world. You showed up at my house with a warm, he even had it in like those oven bags. 
that Stop. keep things warm. No, he did not. Yes, he had it in a DoorDash special oven bag that keep things extra warm. And then he handed it to me with the receipt. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even understand exactly how this worked. I'm pretty sure you just drove through and got it and then paid for it yourself. I think that's black magic that just happened. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh my gosh. It was a good day on Saturday. Stop. No, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He did not have an oven bag. Oh gosh. Oh my goodness. I I've I haven't been so excited about something in a long time and I really hope they will deliver to me. I'm 23 ex- 23 minutes exactly from my house to town. <laughs> oh. Hey, good I luck. Hope they will. And that's I, will a, t- I I will tip them so well. That's a small town too. It's a pretty small t- I mean it's not tiny. They're going to be driving from Phoenix with a burger or something. I we have a Walmart. <laughs> They're just going to be slapping things together at Walmart for you. There's so a, you, there's, there's, there's 10,000 people that live there. It's a small town. That's huge. <laughs> Ontario has 30,000. That's only like a third the size of Ontario. That's like a tenth the size of Ontario. <laughs> um, No. Oh, but gosh. But yeah, that's my app of the week. It's a tenth the size of Ontario. Wow, you, you, you killed it, Jordan. That was, yeah, that's my... Like, I genuinely can't wait until we're done here so I could go download that and see if I could get a man to bring me Jack in the Box right now. Everyone download DoorDash and get something. Use promo code oh. Y-D-E-K to get 10% off your offer. That's, order. Not, that's not a thing, but it should be. And if you would like to try using DoorDash, uh, there's going to be a link in the podcast description. Go ahead and hit that because you heard it here first and you know shoot us some of that sweet cash that you know i mean it doesn't cost you anything to use our link just you know yeah. we do we don't have thing. a patreon we just have a you know go buy food and it it funds you don't even know yeah it gives us more jack in the box burgers is really what you're doing so we we, we yep. would appreciate that if you could pay for some of our jack in the box that'd be really good that'd be really good Oh gosh, I could really go for some. We, we should do that, now, Jordan. Guys. That should be our official, like, like it, revenue stream of the podcast. It's just my DoorDash oh getting funded. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I can't spend. Jordan it fast just enough. becomes a 300 pound man. Um, I would like to see Jordan get fat. Just uh, me yeah. too. Wouldn't it be good? I would like to see me get fat too. I would like to see a miracle happen. <laughs> there can be miracles. I just sent you the link. So, okay, I'm. I promise, I'm gonna open that thing. Kristen, Chris, I sent it to Sean. Just, just go. Just say it. I sent. This he doesn't li- want to get to the story. So I sent Justin. This link. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I sent this link to Sean. He sent it to his wife, and now I have seven dollars because his wife used it. And she's well, that's because she's it pregnant. Yeah, and it's perfect for pregnant people because yeah. they get to stay at home and get food delivered to them. I love that you have $7 already. That's the best. I hope you get $7,000 from all of our listeners. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This makes me so happy. And your order, if you use my DoorDash link, your order yeah. is free. I'm pretty, Stop it. Your delivery. Sorry, delivery is free. Oh. Okay. I was not, like, no, not it's the not. the entire order. Oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy. I'm going to order all of Jack in the Box. <laughs> so, so, I just moved, as everyone knows. And I had, my hair was growing because I've been out here for a little while and, you know, I, I needed to go get a haircut in a, in a new town and none of, and my previous, my previous stylist, uh, couldn't forward my hair, hair records out here so that she, <laughs> like so your all dental the, records. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like when you go to the salon and they cut your hair and they, you know, record what they have done so that the next person, you know, does the same thing. Um, does, what hairstylist do you go to? It's, it's very... She's fancy. very precise. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's by the... She pulls out a micrometer to make sure she does <laughs> it correctly. Your hair is getting um, a little thin. Yeah. My micrometer yeah. is telling me. Yeah, Exactly. I feel like you've been there. Um, <laughs> so she couldn't forward them out here. There was no place that would accept them. So I just had to go like <laughs> blindly walking into a haircutting place and hello, do you? I need a haircut today because this is my only day off and I do not want to wait another week to get a haircut. Can you please cut my hair? And some little blonde lady 
said, yes, uh, can you wait like half an hour or come back in like half an hour? I was like, absolutely not a big deal. Because, you know, she looked relatively normal and, you know, like, I was like, okay, you know, you don't have crazy weird hair or anything, which is usually what I base my hair cutter people on. Is if they have if you, crazy hair? If you have like the half of your head shaved and the other half is blue tie dye, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're not cutting my hair. Like, you're going to experiment no, I on me and I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't trust trust you because you think that's cool. So, yeah, some little like blonde lady with some normal hair checked me in and asked me to wait half an hour. And then half an hour later, I walked back in and she's like, okay, yes, go ahead, take a seat in that chair and Courtney will be right with you. I was like, who's oh, Courtney? No. Oh, no, I know that name, Courtney. I got a Courtney. <laughs> what? Oh. So I sat down in this chair and I was... I was so nervous. Who's, I was who's like, this oh, Courtney's going to come out of some room? Who is this Courtney lady that's going to walk up behind me? Hi, I'm Courtney. Nope. Nope. Worse than that. It was... Okay. So she walks up behind me, and I I look up to see who is about to cut my hair and to have the the conversation I haven't had in a few years because my last salon had my haircut records so i never had to tell them what mm-hmm. my haircut was mm-hmm. was her nose pierced uh yeah her nose was pierced awesome um her hair was black on bottom and blue on top and <laughs> so it was pulled like, up into a very high ponytail it's like your nightmare um, <laughs> yeah it was it was my nightmare it was pulled up into a very high ponytail like basically you know like where the crown is on like the back of your head it was like up there yeah it was very short. It was a very short ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then below the ponytail, so like the back, like halfway down the back of her head and then all the way around to the front was just shaved about, I don't know, to about a, half an inch. Yeah. And the rest of it was like long. It's like I saw and her in my she, mind before you even described her. And then she had she had this big old nose ring and then these big swirly like 10 gauge plug earring things and i was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh way too much eyeshadow literally tons of eyeshadow (laughs) yeah yeah black lipstick no okay i don't think there was any makeup going on okay was she chewing gum but this is this is all okay for a random person but not someone that's styling you oh yeah 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 like i i'm I am so okay with people doing that and making those decisions yeah. in their own personal lives. Sure. But as soon as you are touching me <laughs> and changing my look, but yeah. you have decided that you want that look for yourself, I just, I was so nervous all of a sudden. I'm like, what am I going to get? Yeah. And is she even going to listen to me when I say that I just want a normal boy's haircut? <laughs> like, yeah, if you tell, if you tell this, if you say, miss, excuse me, Courtney, hi, uh, I I have not been inside of a hot topic in okay, 10 Justin? years. So some water. could you make me look like a human? Yeah, and, I would. Oh, my gosh. And so, I mean, my, my hair came out okay. I mean, there was some flyaways that she didn't get and for whatever reason. Uh, but the actual cutting process was was pretty terrible. Her her little clippers that she used to like do the sides and stuff. I swear they were like the dullest things in the world. Like it was pulling <laughs> my hair so much. Oh. oh my gosh. Like my eyes were watering up just cuz it was it kept pulling my hair and I was like, "Oh gosh, that, I'm going to die." That's a painful so, spot to be. You know pulling. what I do when they pull my hair? And I what? I usually make Yell. sure that uh like I a, got this one. Yell. Like an Asian grandmother <laughs> is cutting my hair. Because they're very efficient, you know, and they don't try and talk. Like if if she's, I I look for the ninety year old Asian woman in the Fantastic Sam's to cut my hair, and I'm like, yes, I've done well, because I tip double if you don't talk to me while you're cutting my hair, <laughs> because we have nothing in common, and I don't want to talk about the traffic or the weather or my job. I mean, and thankfully that was one huge plus to Courtney, is after we had that short thirty second conversation about. You know, okay, three on the sides and keep it a little longer on top so I could comb it over a little bit. Yep. After I said those words to her, 
We did not say anything else to each other until I handed her until she said that'll be sixteen fifty, and I was like, "Thanks, here you go." That was the only good side is I just got to sit there with my eyes closed in perfect silence and cry a little bit because it was very painful. <laughs> yeah, you really gotta like if they if they tug on your hair a little bit, you gotta you gotta let them know. You just start with like a little like ow, and then if they do it again. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I, I, I'll, you just, you just got to communicate, Josiah, because if it's pulling, like I, I've lived through that and it's awful. I mean, it just ruins the day. So they, they'll get a different pair. They'll, they'll take a pair of clippers from Tiffany's bin and just, you know, hit her back on the flip side because like, or even if, even if Brittany has an extra pair of clippers and she's not cutting anybody's hair right now, then Courtney will take Brittany's clippers and then just finish up the rest of your head in a manner more suited a professional I like who charges sixteen dollars ge- for haircut. Women names. Those aren't and generic women. I names. mean, I I that's would everybody's have, name. That's everybody's name. I would have done that, but on the inside, I just really wanted, I really wanted it to be done as quickly as possible, just so I could be be done with this experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I was just like, nope, just, just let her keep going. It'll be done soon. And I mean, I just, I just had to push through because I, I just wanted it to be over and I didn't want her to have to go find someone else's clippers. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day because you're now moved. I was like, man, that, that sucks who have to get everything that you've established in one location. Now you have to get that in another location. I have yep. to find new car insurance. I have to find a new hair cutter. I have to find a new Walmart. I have to find just everything that you've found here that f- for life, you're like, okay, I found it. I have this. Then yeah. everything just gets taken out from under you. Nope, you don't have that anymore. Now you have to find everything again. That was suck. Yeah. And I, um, one, one great thing about the move, I mean, real quick before we end, is... I went to the MVD again to transfer my license over because I couldn't do it last time for reasons that were annoying. Uh, but I went to do mine. I thought the MVD was so great. Yeah. I <laughs> Well, I switched over my car's plates to Arizona plates. Yeah. And, the, uh, and I redid my registration. In Arizona, you could either pay for one, two, or five years of registration up front. I was like, oh my gosh, I could pay for five years of registration and not have to think about this for five years? That sounds amazing. <sighs> That'll be a surprise in five years. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, another oh. five years. Yeah, I don't whatever. even live in Arizona anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but for five years of registration for my car, it was $140. Are you serious? That's How a- is that even a thing? It like, sounds like impossible. I think you got scammed by... Some building that said MVD on it. No, I have plates and a sticker. Like, weird. I I couldn't even believe it when she said the price. I was like, really? It's only that much for five years? Yes, please. I want to pay for five years right now. Like, that's how much I paid for one before. Do you have... Oh, my gosh. Do you have, like, AAA now still? Does that work out there? I don't actually know. I need to call them. I mean, I know... I know on the back of the card it says, like... um. If you're inside Southern California, call this number. Outside Southern California, call this number. So I'm sure I could still use it, but I'm not sure if like I can continue to have my account like once this year expires. I, I'm not sure if I'll be able to renew. Yeah, because when, when we got that email from that guy, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. Because the email was saying, hey, brothers, I was wondering if you could explain to me how to go about changing a tire. And I was like, oh, man. Okay. I wonder if Josiah still has AAA. But I won- I'm still wondering why this guy asked us if we could explain to him how to change a tire. I really, I really am curious because this is, this is probably the worst medium to go about explaining such a thing. Like, I can't show you a picture. Like, a, a video or... I mean, and to be perfectly honest, the best I could do for you is send you a YouTube link because I don't know how to change a freaking tire. Like, what do I look like, a mechanic? So what you do is first 
Take okay. off the old tire, uh-huh. and then uh, step two. You forgot step one. Put the new tire on. You forgot step one. What? Okay, what's step one? Stop the moving vehicle. Stop your car. <laughs> yes. yeah. Def- definitely stop your car. Take out the keys. Uh-huh. Put the put, e-brake. Probably put the parking brake on. Yeah, yep. put on the parking brake. So it doesn't roll away yep. mid-change. Yeah. Yep. So then, once... Okay, how, how do I go about... Because if the tire is flat, you can't take it off because it's like there's a lot of weight on it. How do you go about getting the weight off of the tire? That's what the Hulk is for. So he flies in on his Thor. Then you call your okay. wife to help you, and okay. then she arrives, <laughs> and then you put the car. What if you don't have a wife? Put the car, get a car jack that you have, get a three and a half ton car jack out of your garage and roll it. To underneath your rear passenger door and make sure the char- car jack is aligned with the door, not the frame of the vehicle. And oh. then what? <laughs> it sounds like you're oh and then you proceed to just turn the screw jack until you see the the bottom of the door start to look like the letter U. And, <laughs> okay. And, and then And the, does that take enough weight off the tire to put to take the tire off? It should. Okay. So, like, if the if the bottom of your door looks like a, a frowny face, then you've done well. Okay. <laughs> oh. And then oh. what you do is you take your lug nut, D-nutter, to nut your nuts, okay. and you, you un, your <laughs> unnutting stick that you're... <laughs> so you put that on your thingies... Yep. What if you have a locky thingy on your wheelie thing? I then you're you're screwed. Yeah, because you lost that thingy. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're yeah. done. The last time you, you saw that in your car it. and didn't Ooh. know what it was, so you threw yeah. it away. Yep. So what you do is you put your denutting stick on one of the little thingies, and then you turn, <clears throat> and then if it doesn't turn, then you turn the other way. Then turn the other way, because. And say, um, now remember, kids, you gotta, when you're looking at the tire, you wanna make sure that it goes in the reverse direction that the clock goes around. And when I say clock, I don't mean the one on your phone. I mean the one that none of you have ever seen ever with two little eyes. <laughs> so arms. you wanna make sure, you wanna make sure the bottom, like when you're looking at the bottom of the, of the nut, you wanna make sure that's going to the right. That's how you get that off. So righty Lucy. Yep. Okay. Brady Lucy on tires. Gotcha. Yep. Left-hand threads. So then what I've seen, this is a top tip, Josiah. Okay. Is Terrible if it top still tips. doesn't turn. <laughs> Terrible top tip. With the nutting stick, yep. then you just stand on it, but towards the far end of the fulcrum so that you have enough mechanical energy from your body with which to turn the screw. Okay. See, <laughs> I've never seen one of those sticky things before. When I, whenever the, whenever I take it to the the place to get the tires taken off, they just have a little gun and they just go, and it comes off. <laughs> That's a perfect noise. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so I I do believe a pneumatic impact hammer is so, is greatly oh. Have an, there we go. That's, to this endeavor. That's the tool. That's the tool. Have an air that's compressor. Have an air compressor. A pneumatic wrench. And a pneumatic wrench in your car next to your spare tire. So if you have an external okay. spare tire, just uh-huh. use a bungee cord or two or 17. Probably some Velcro would do that. To, to Velcro the, the <laughs> pneumatic drill and the air compressor to the spare tire so that they could be detached as a unit when they're being replaced. Okay. Or instead of all those tools, if you just get a big enough hammer, you'll be set. Hammer fixes all. Yep, it is the only tool you need after so all. So you just you just hammer the top of the screw. Yeah, you. What you do? Oh boy! Is you take the <laughs> hammer. I can't. I can't do this. You just take your hammer, okay? Okay. You put. You get your pneumatic drill. Your no, you don't oh. need the. You don't need the pneumaticness. Put the drill the down. Hammer. Pick that, up the hammer. There's no yep. drill involved there when you, you have a hammer. And then you take 
the, a screwdriver. Okay. And you put a screwdriver just right, kind of on the left side of that little nut. Yeah. And you just, you hit it with a hammer a couple of times. Okay. And then you just keep hitting it a couple more times. And then it, it's not going to do anything. So you go put that hammer away and get a bigger hammer and have your friend swing the hammer while you hold the screwdriver. And then right when he's about to do his big swing, you move the screwdriver out of the way and just let him hit the tire. And then it just pops right off. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like Th- I've seen that in the movies in uh, Thor. Yeah, when he changes the guy's tire, he just hits it once with his hammer. Boop. I think that's like half I'm of the movie. I'm just going to call AAA. I can't do this. This is too hard. Isn't that half of Thor Ragnarok? Is him and the Hulk really changing the tire? This is really a lot of when I could just call a AAA number and the man shows up and does it for me. Yeah, yeah he does a great job too. He has his little like wrench Thank thing. you, AAA. Thank you. The more the you know. Get AAA. It's worth every penny. Barrel. Well, thanks for listening to You Don't Even Know this week. We really appreciate it. Um, we always appreciate emails, so feel free to keep sending them. And or visit our Facebook and post your questions or comments there. That's also okay if you if you want it to be a, more of a public thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we will see you next week on Tuesday. Bye. Wednesday. Bye-bye. Whenever we post episodes. Goodbye. Okay,